Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry on this day where we have had to change course pretty significantly. Today, as you may know, is the last day of the legislative session up on Utah's Capitol Hill. 45 days, and today is day 45. A little bit of behind-the-scenes planning. Our initial plan was to broadcast from 5 a.m. to 7 p.m. up on Utah's Capitol Hill. Amy and I had a big, long plan in place. We were going to speak to House and Senate leadership. We were going to talk to the sponsors of the great bills that we've been following throughout this session But then last night, during the span of one hour, everything changed. We heard from the president who put in place a number of restrictions on travel to and from Europe. We learned that some beloved folks, some athletes and actors, folks we turn to for entertainment and for a little bit of escapism, uh, it turns out they're not immune from this coronavirus. Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, all of them have tested positive for the coronavirus. And that changes the way... Uh, you feel about this, right? It certainly doesn't change the good advice of washing your hands, maintaining social distance. Uh, be sure to get in between your fingers and your fingertips and your uh, knuckles. Uh, it turns out we've been overlooking that for some time, but now we know better. 20 seconds, sing happy birthday or once through the alphabet. Maybe you don't shake hands, do that Vulcan thing. But it's different now. Lots happened in the past 24 hours. It feels different. The realities remain the same. The facts remain the same. But things are different. Reactions are different. In fact, uh, Major League Baseball has, since you and I last spoke, announced that they will be delaying the start of their season. In Ohio, they have closed all schools, K-12, through for the next three weeks. Now, we're not, that, we're not there here in the state of Utah. Murray School District is closed. But statewide, we don't have anything like that quite yet. Higher ed, they've made some adjustments. The list of impacted organizations and events is growing. As I started the program today, uh, producer Amy and I, we were trying to put together a long, comprehensive list of all the things that have been impacted. And it got unwieldy. And the list got long. So best I can do for you is, as you look and make plans for your day, think about if where you are headed could be a place where you might either expose yourself to this uh, virus uh, or come in contact with uh, those who might be spreading it around, or maybe if you've got it on your on your clothes or your skin, or if you've got it in your lungs and you're coughing it up, uh, maybe staying home is wise. But I want, what I want you to do is rely on the internet. You can rely on sites like KSL News Radio uh, to check in on uh, what your organization is doing. If you uh, are a student at one of the universities here in the state of Utah, make your way over to their website and see what their plan is. A lot of them have uh, wonderful plans in place. You might have a few days off. But then the Internet's a wonderful, powerful tool, and you're going to be able to take advantage of that to get back into the classroom and learning the things you've paid uh, to learn. There's some smart people in charge. Stay close to them to follow their advice. Now, listen, let's back up a little bit. I mentioned that yesterday the president announced a few uh, alterations to the way we interact and travel to and from Europe and allow those who reside there, do business there, to travel and visit us here in the United States. Some significant restrictions. Now, some of those restrictions may reach out all the way uh, to us here in Utah. 
And I got a, a notice just last night, a joint notice from the offices of Senator Mitt Romney and Senator Mike Lee, uh, reminding me of one of the duties that they assume as uh, senators. And that is to serve as a liaison between constituents, you and me, and federal agencies. And there may arise a circumstance here in the near future uh, where you may need to rely on their services. If you think back to the case of John and Melanie Herring, uh, when John was in quarantine in Japan and Melanie was in quarantine at Travis Air Force Base in California, they had some questions to ask. They hadn't heard from the embassy in a while. They hadn't heard from the State Department in a while. And you know who stepped in? Their member of Congress, Chris Stewart. He made a few phone calls. And uh, you know what? The Herrings... Got some good information from the federal government not long after that phone call. Uh, so Senators Romney and Lee uh, would like you to know that they are uh, at your service. And a little bit more behind the scenes here. I was going to speak to Senator Romney earlier in the program. That was in the midst of the uh, press conference hosted by Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox. Uh, but my good friend and all-around expert on all things politics and otherwise, Boyd Matheson, host of Inside Sources, he stepped in, picked up the phone, and had a conversation with uh, Senator Romney as he explained some of the uh, abilities and some of the things that he is positioned to uh, to do on behalf of uh, constituents here in the state of Utah as they face these restrictions on European travel. Yeah, really important stuff uh, coming from Senator Romney, from Senator Lee today as well. Uh, in my conversation with Senator Romney, uh, one, he really wanted to focus on uh, some of the activity they're doing, both to provide services and help to constituents here in the state of Utah. Also, some joint bipartisan efforts in particular to to really help small businesses. That was a real key. Well, I, th- I think people recognize that very small businesses, uh, retailers with two or three employees, uh, uh, restaurants that are typically pretty small. Uh, if someone gets uh, the coronavirus, uh, they need to stay home. They need to be self-quarantined if they've been exposed to someone like that. And if these individuals don't have insurance or if they don't have um, a, a paid uh, sick leave program in their enterprise, why, uh, the individual is going to be in financial difficulty and the business will be. And, and so a number of us filed today a piece of legislation that, that calls for uh, using our, our FEMA funds uh, to not only provide funding for a natural disaster, but also for a disaster of the nature we're seeing now, which would give unemployment assistance for workers, uh, as well as self-employed individuals who, who become sick or quarantined or laid off. Uh, we're also looking at providing grants to small businesses uh, to allow them to stay in business uh, what, during what could be a period when they have to shut their doors. So all these things are being pushed right now. A number of legislators like myself are trying to get things passed. And I'm convinced that on this economic front, we'll have things out within a couple of weeks that will that will aid our, our business community. Uh, the, the real urgency, of course, is on the health side, is making sure that we're doing everything we can to provide testing for people who are concerned that they might have the virus and to give them the health care that they need. We talk often as we you know, go back and forth and refer to the experts about what we should be doing uh, and how you know, we hope that it is prudence and uh, caution that rule of the day and not fear and anxiety. Uh, one thing, though, the, the senator in your conversation I know pointed out was uh, what are the right things to do to uh, avoid an overabundance of caution? Well, what we have with, with COVID-19 is some examples of what other countries have done. And the reality is those countries that were really concerned about SARS, and I'm talking now about Japan, uh, South Korea, uh, and China, uh, they have taken pretty aggressive action. And as a result of that, they have dramatically held down the number of people who would become infected with COVID-19. 
you contrast that with European nations, which did not have the SARS experience and therefore were not as thoughtful about preparing for this uh, uh, pandemic. And what you're seeing in Italy, for instance, is lots and lots of people getting infected, an enormous number of people who are dying, dying in part because the hospitals are overwhelmed with the number of people who become sick. So as you look at the two models, I think we're wise to model after the people in Japan, South Korea, and China who took pretty aggressive actions to say, stay away from public places, don't interact with other individuals, particularly if you're older uh, or you have a health underlying health condition. I think that's really interesting from from Senator Romney to say, look at look at these places that had to deal with SARS or other issues. Best practices are a, a good thing uh, because that's how you actually get confidence, not arrogance. Confidence comes when you have respect for the challenge, you're ready for the task, you got a plan, and then you're willing to have the discipline to execute it. And so I think that was interesting that he pointed to these countries who had to deal with SARS uh, but took some best practices away from that, and that's how you get out in front of things. And there are, though, with that view, some difficult realities to swallow. If we look at the behavior of China, how is it that they are now plateauing in their uh, death rate and their infection rate? And it is through a a practice of, we've heard this word draconian thrown around, and that is true. Yeah, they you know, we hear about folks self quarantining. Uh, If you are even hinting at maybe being infected, uh, you there in China are quarantined away from your. It's not a self quarantine. You go into a government facility until you test negative for this on two sequential tests. Uh, There is there's a heavy hand. There's a China. Yeah, there's a China model for sure. I think Japan and South Korea might be the more natural (laughs) because I don't think the draconian stuff would quite fly here in the United States. It's un-American. It's just not going to happen. It's un-American. And regardless of what results it might yield, I cannot imagine anywhere in this nation, regardless of your politics or your attitudes or your levels of anxiety responding to this coronavirus that would have the stomach uh, to, to take that. Yeah. Uh, Boyd Matheson, sir, I'm grateful to you for uh, helping me out here in a pinch this morning <laughs> as we deal with this dynamic uh, news cycle of the day. It's uh, absolutely fascinating uh, and a little bit scary, uh, but we do know that there is good information out there, and we're going to do what we can to bring it to you here on these airwaves. Uh, money. You got money in the stock market? Maybe a 401k or something like that? Uh, I do, and I'm terrified. A lot of red numbers on my sheet here in front of me. Uh, we're going to help make some sense of it all. Next up, we've got Shane Stewart, uh, financial planner with DMBA, going to be my guest in studio next year. On Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.